This is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Witt is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus. Taylor Stern and Rob Phillips. Welcome everybody into the SWBC Mortgage Studio. I'm Taylor joined by Brian Rob Mickey on this Friday before the Cowboys head to Atlanta to face the Falcons. Of course lots of news here at the Star in Frisco as always and it's tour Friday so it's gonna be fun. We're gonna have (laughs) feistiness. We have lots of news to break down of course Ezekiel Elliott. Hopefully you guys have heard all of our content on that since the news broke yesterday afternoon. But before we get to that, I want to know how everyone's doing. And then Mick, Mick's going to run us through the injury report, and we're going to just keep on rolling. How are we doing, good. guys? Doing good. Like you said, keep on rolling, right? Got yeah. to. They got to keep on rolling as a football team. Got good, to. Good coach. Good coach. So before we get into all the Ezekiel Elliott news, and we have lawyer Rob break it down on everyone, Mick, why don't you run us through the injury report? Because this is the first week I feel like in a long time, you have some very, very key injuries that need some more. Anybody you're particularly interested in? Tyron Smith. Tyron Smith, Smith was boy. not out there, and I tried to stay as long as I could so he didn't backdoor me right? and, yep. and come in, but uh, they were going through individual uh, drills, and he was not out there. So that's a DNP for him three days in a row. Uh, it doesn't look good. I'll be interested to see how they designate him. I, I, I found out, though, that you can – Make him questionable. Uh, make him questionable yeah. or even doubtful, even though he hadn't practiced all week. Ooh. Yeah. Well, what do you guys And they've eliminated the, probable, uh, so I, I don't think he plays. Yeah, Brian did I, the old uh, I don't think they're, sign. I don't yeah. think they're trying to pull any fast No, I don't think yeah. so either. Uh, also, not practicing Jeff Swain. Uh, Jason Garrett told us that in the walk-off. He um, – did something with his knee and wasn't going to practice today. So that'll be an interesting one to watch if they want to keep, if he can't go and they want to keep three tight ends available, maybe, um, I forgot his name. Blake Jarwin. Blake Jarwin. I was going. I was going to like, I was going to, I was going to say, I was going to see if you're going to pull it off. Yeah. I couldn't remember his name. Jarwin, Oklahoma state. Was he like 89 or something? Yes, sir. So yeah, I got that part. There you go. Uh, so maybe he's active if Swain can't go. Evidently, they did do a test on it and came back negative, so uh, we'll see what happens there. But after that, Malik Collins was out there. Yeah. Um, Brown was out there. Awuzie was out there. Bailey was out there doing the same thing he did yesterday, which was basically go through a warm-ups, uh, stretching, and then goes outside and begins his rehab and Des Bryant was out there. Ooh. There you go. And he hey, good news. Moving around quite well, I might add. And just before I walked off, he ran a little they were doing those little individual routes and against air and he did a little bit of a it was kind of a down and out about 20 yards. Caught the ball one-handed going towards the sideline, pulled it in and tippy-toed down the sideline and stayed Tip-toe. in bounds. So uh, I would say he's probably good to go, and that's probably the best news I gave you. And obviously not there, Ezekiel Elliott, who began his suspension immediately. What was it, about 2.30 yesterday when yeah. the yep. decision yep. came yep. down? Sure right around there. So mm-hmm. at that point, he was suspended. I wonder if he had to fly back on his own. So, yes, 
the three judges that we gave you guys a full scouting report on the other day. Well, I tell you what, they took did it not to us, rule huh? in his favor, yeah. and and it was kind of odd, you know. And maybe it was just where we were sitting, Brian. But you know, you and I were talking, and it seemed like everything we were hearing, at least tweets, different reports coming from New York, yeah. sounded favorable for Ezekiel Elliott. And of course, the news comes down now. There is going to be another hearing on December first, so we can get into what that means, but. Ezekiel Elliott, for the time being, is suspended. Yeah, I kind of get hurt because you have a Thanksgiving Day game. On the on the no, you get the Thursday after Thanksgiving because they play Washington. They play Washington on against, December. Yeah, uh, November thirtieth. So you could have been. It could have been a three three week thing. Possibly, and, if yeah, you got a been. ruling in your favor. Yeah, uh, I I think it's probably lawyer Rob says it's probably a long shot to get him back before the six games are over. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a chance. It's an expedited appeal, so it's a couple weeks before. What- so do you look at the fact that they ruled it to be expedited? That is a consolation? Yeah, but it all depends on how long it takes them to deliberate. How many? Pe- how how involved is that appeal going to be? Is it well, going to be one- three new? It's three new judges. It's three new judges, and these guys got it done in an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, but it's also of the overall case, right? It's right. Not just we're not just ruling on an injunction here. So, but like more the merits, right? Than I, just I listened to the majority of the arguments from yesterday, uh-huh. and in the when the NFL was making their point, uh, one of the things one of the judges pointed out was that uh, in this case, if it wasn't for a legal procedure, Mm -hmm. Judge Mazant had ruled in Zeke's favor. Yeah. And that would have taken precedence, and and they would have had to appeal and prove that ruling wrong other than going to the court in New Orleans to say, hey, they jumped the gun. He didn't have jurisdiction to do this. Mm -hmm. So they actually went to the point of pointing that out to – the NFL's lawyer when he was making his argument. So the funny thing was when we were reading the live tweets, most of the live tweets were coming out on what the judges were asking the NFL lawyer. Right. What didn't come out is what they were asking Zeke's lawyer. Zeke's lawyer. Right. And a lot of it had to do with evidence exclusion, their charge of you. Right. And they basically were saying, well, you know, the the commissioner has this right. The arbitrator has this right. They can't make the accuser show up to testify, even though the guy pointed out they didn't even ask. Uh, and then they got into this, all this stuff about when did Lisa Friel say this? When did they show the commissioner that? And it, it, they were questioning the attorney uh, on evidence exclusion. Uh, they did question the NFL on irreparable harm. And that's why I thought the thing was turning, Mm -hmm. because they said, hey, you took 14 months to investigate this Mm -hmm. thing. What if you took four more months and the season was over? Right. So you obviously weren't in a hurry to have him suspended. Yeah. And and, and then the NFL guy pointed out, but the reason we want him suspended, because let's say he gets injured and then he can say, I'll take my six-game suspension now while I'm injured. And we don't want players kind of manipulating the system. Rob, you look frustrated. No, I'm not. I just, I mean, it didn't take them very long. It took them 30 minutes after it was over. Seems like they knew what they were going to do. They had a good feeling about this. Be my impression of it. But why do you think they they ordered an expedited hearing on the appeal? 
they kick the can down the street a little further. Make them feel better or yeah. what? Yeah. Well, you know, let's have three other judges decide what they want to do. Because that's what we thought wouldn't happen till April or May. I haven't I haven't figured out this case yet. I know I know for a fact though it's the Article forty six though. Oh, they brought up Article forty six, section yeah. A, yeah. I think. Yeah. I know it's Article forty six and nobody wants to hear about that. Because you've given the commissioner the power, the players have. They've given the commissioner the power to to hear these to be judge and jury. Yeah. So you've you've signed away that right. But I yeah, I every time that I want to believe that I have an understanding, no, I don't. Even That's what great, you said yesterday. Even great it, it reminds me so much of the difficulty that I think that we all share when you're trying to predict how football games are gonna turn out. You know, you you think you have all the facts, you think you have all the information. And then it goes a completely another direction. Yeah, you know, and that's and that's what this legal thing has become for me. I, I just keep looking back at Article Forty Six, and I say that to me is what these judges based their opinions on. Now I haven't seen this. Maybe Rob has. I don't know. Did we see what the decision was? Was it like a clean sleep three zero? I didn't hear a, a score. A scoreboard. I didn't hear a score. Unanimous no, no scoreboard. or d- split decision. No, didn't get a scoreboard there. Hmm. But I, you know, if, I think if you'd have got a split decision, you would have, we would have heard from one of the judges, in their opinion, say this is why I felt the way I did. But they haven't even written anything yet. I haven't seen that unless it hasn't just been. That's posted. what I'm saying. I, I don't know. I did just you check their website. The six yes, games go on. Figure out a way now to play with it. Yeah, I mean, the bottom line with all this is that he's, you're not going to see him at least for four games, and yep. probably all six. So. It is what it is now. I mean, I feel like we talked we talked about this on the podcast yesterday when the news came down. I feel like we sat on the tennis courts in Oxnard and said, more or less, this very well could happen. If it gets to New York, it's labor law, it's in the, the, the NFL's backyard, and there's precedent. There's the Brady case, and here we are. So, you know, the unfortunate thing for the Cowboys is they're 5-3. and three, They're in a playoff race here. They're just now starting to get some momentum with their offense, with their defense. And can that sustain itself without your best player? Very, very, quite possibly your best player on the field. Yeah. It's him or Dak or one of your offensive linemen. Or Sean Lee. Or Sean Lee. So. I I just, you know, it's going to be difficult. I mean, I'm always the wet blanket guy with the crew. Because I just look at this and say, you know, you start taking guys away. You start taking things away. Take away Tyron Smith. Put a banged up Des Bryant out there. Take Ezekiel Elliott away. You know, you're, that's that's stuff you have to deal with, but you know what? It, it, it's going to compromise how you play this football game. Would you argue that it's been difficult this entire season for the team, or do you think they've been able to manage some stability, some focus with this whole ongoing process? I mean, well, they're five and three. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying, you know, have they? Have you still seen what you wanted to see from them outside of everything off the field? Oh, I think that, like Rob says, though, offensively, you're kind of getting things on track. That fourth quarter of the Green Bay game kind of <sighs> kind of got you in the right direction of what you've been able to do the last three games and a quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's a shame that you're going to lose that uh, that part of your offense because, to me, as much as we want to say the defense has turned around, Mickey's right about this a lot of the time. The points, the points, the ability to score a lot of points puts you now. It at least gives them an opportunity. Now they might lose games in shootouts. You know, we've seen that happen. But at least, like you say, the, the points have allowed them to play 
defense at a little bit different level. And they I mean, you know, as as they're as they're working through those games, you know, they're they're having some young guys step up. Mm-hmm. They're having some pass rush. They're tackling better. Sean Lee and Anthony Hitchens are tackling. I mean, you know, those are the things that help your defense is because your offense has got you an 11 point lead going into the, you know, the final drive. I don't think Tay this whole saga has really weighed on the players' minds day-to-day, game-to-game. As much as people want to think outside. I don't think so. I think it's probably weighed on Zeke. Uh, but I, I think it's pretty telling what Jason Garrett said in his press conference today. He didn't give the team a dissertation about what's going on. I think the team's very well aware of what's been happening here. But you saw the juice that he gave them last Friday when he came in the locker room. And, oh, he's, he's ready to play. He's eligible to play. The guys were fired up. Des Bryant said standing ovation. They know exactly what he means to this offense, and that's no disrespect to the other backs. He's just a special back. And like Bryant said, they've got to figure out a way to – I mean, you can't replace him with one guy. I think it's got to be three guys who kind of bring a little something different each to the table. I think about him all the time in this way. As great as Tony Romo was, they still drafted this kid to help Tony Romo. You know, you kind of think about – you know. Yeah, initially it was – Yeah, Tony Tony Romo is one of the best quarterbacks ever to suit it up here. And, you know, it, but they still said, you know what, we can get Tony some more help here. You know, and that's what Prescott's done. I mean, he is, again, mm-hmm. I'd say it's 33% of your offense. And he's also your blitz pickup guy. And he's also your short yardage back. And he's also your uh, guy out of the backfield that catches the football. And he's also the guy on the goal line when, it's, when you know you're going to run the football and it's two yards, he gets three yards and gets in the end zone. He's also your home run threat besides yeah. Dez. Yeah. So it hasn't affected him. It's affected him that he's been on the field. Yeah, that's a good point. Now we'll see if it affects him. That's what the yeah. question you're going to ask me on Monday. Right. And probably Wednesday. And probably, probably the Friday. next And the next Monday. You know, is Zeke's absence affecting them. Now, what you hope it What's just, your gut say? It's make that the poll every day. <laughs> yeah, did it affect him? <laughs> I, I, I'm wondering if it'll affect him from a energy standpoint. That's a good point. Now, obviously, there's going to be some effect with his absence from a, from a playing standpoint. But now... Are they down? You know, oh, Zeke's not here. What do we do? Or they soldier forward. And I think that a lot of that's going to have to do with the coaching staff to make sure uh, a depression doesn't set in because Zeke's not here. They're going to have to double down on making sure they're ready to play yeah, football. One of, the, one of the good things this head coach has done is he keeps his teams in games. And he's, yeah. I mean, and he's remained even keel. He has. That's true. So he wasn't the one that was hooping and hollering last Friday, right? Now right. the players got fired up. Right. Uh, and, you know, they were playing the music and doing normal stuff today. I, I think that they should understand that they've got to individually have a bigger burden now. Absolutely. Uh, on this team's success. And I'll tell you the other thing they understand is they better mind themselves because if this can help and happen to Ezekiel Elliott, it can happen to Anyone. you. Right. And so maybe the NFL wanted this up as the big deterrent. You better not mess around. Because right. these courts aren't going to rule in your favor. Right. Yeah. And I wonder if it is almost a benefit. Maybe this is a stretch to say this, but that it is a road game this weekend. Because sometimes these guys, you know, you brought it up, Mickey. Coach Garrett is so good, even kill. On road games, they have great focus. They know this is a business trip. You know, with an out of sight, out of mind type of perspective, you know, kind of you have that time in the plane to really focus on the game. That plane ride always going to or whatever sleep. is they're sleeping, <laughs> but it's really quiet. Yeah. yeah, it is really quiet. Yeah, and just the mentality of it's just us up out here. Yeah, 
it's kind of like that, like us against this. And now yeah. you're not in the home stadium where they do a great job of showing every player that everyone's excited about. I mean, I felt like I saw Zeke on the Jumbotron a million times last week. You know, yeah. so maybe this is some benefit to be like, yo, rally. Yeah. We'll see when the first uh, when the first uh, difficult situation comes in a game. Yeah. You know, like well, you Mickey said. You asked Mickey that. What's your gut feeling, Brian? And, and I'll ask you the same, Rob, before we go to our first break. I think it's I think there's enough talent around, uh, you know, with the running back situation to be effective. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to be great. I feel like, though, you're, you're putting a lot of pressure on the quarterback. But, you know, the quarterback has played very well this year, mm -hmm. you know. And so you're going to have to ask him that you're going to lean on him a little more. We always talk about leaning on the line. I think Des Bryant, you know, the reason why he's banged up is and he's going to come back and try and play this week is because he knows what's on the line. Mm -hmm. He knows with his teammates. He knows they need a lift. You know, and if he could go out there and, and provide a lift, I think everybody has to play with that type of attitude. That, you know what, it, hey, we lost a big, big part of what we are. We lost our identity to a point. Mm -hmm. But somebody's going to have to step up and, and take that role, you know, and, and for the next six weeks. You can't feel sorry for yourself. Nobody feels sorry for yourself in this league. There are people all over the league saying, huh. you know what? Richard Sherman last night. Yeah, nobody's yeah. feeling sorry for you. I mean, it's yeah. like, hey, tough break, Richard Sherman. You know, that people are saying, hey, tough break, Cowboys. You lost to Zeke yeah. Elliott. So, yeah, I, I feel like, though, that in, it, but you better figure it out quick because you don't want this. I mean, you're really basically, I still believe, I don't think, I, I shouldn't say you're not fighting for the division because you look at how many games are left and, you know, what the Eagles have and what they've done so far, and you got to give them credit for that. You play them two more times, and that, will that be enough? But, uh, you know, you've got to think about where your positioning is, and you just can't give games away and say, oh, only because Zeke Elliott's not here, we're playing like crap. Yeah, you know? and this this opponent, too, it's a little concerning because Atlanta's more talented than what they've shown offensively. Absolutely, yeah. And you just have to think at some point, as well as the Cowboys' defense is playing, maybe it's not this week, they're going to break through, and they're going to put up 30 points in a football game because I don't think they've done it all year long, or at, yeah, least, not, at least not in the first – maybe those yeah. – the three game well, wait, wait, the Green Bay the game, the Green Bay game. I think they, I think they beat Green Bay with thirty. You know, points. Th yeah. There's a lot of pressure on their offense to get it going this week. Yeah. So you know, they've been up, they've been able to get off to fast starts in games. Cowboys gonna have to match that. One thing that does lend some optimism without Zeke in this game specifically mm -hmm. is that the four games that Atlanta has lost this year, they've given up 154 rushing yards average. Yeah. They, they have allowed teams to run on them. So. You look at it and you say, it's still our offense. It's still our scheme. We have backs we trust, and we're going to try to run our offense the best ability that we can. And, and having Dez at maybe 85%, if he's 85%, maybe, maybe that's enough to, to give you a boost and give you the balance you need in this matchup. You know, the weird thing that they've given up rushing yards is basically didn't Dan Quinn come there with his defensive scheme from Seattle? And we know what Seattle does, right? Yeah. They, yeah. They, they jam the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Play single safety high. Right. And and the Cowboys, they're going to get ready for it. That's yes. what they're going to see. Yep. Now, can these running backs plow through the eight-man front right. the way Zeke does? Right. Mm -hmm. Because the Cowboys don't normally back off from that. But that's what right. they're going to face. Right. Now, I'm wondering if, on the other hand, Dan Quinn's going to make sure his team doesn't get lax and go, ha, no, Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, we got it made Here on we go. Sunday. Right. And, and and not relax and think that these other, like I keep saying, these other two guys or three guys ain't going out there on metal crutches. You know, no. 
They can still run the football. That's over 10,000 yards. Am I right, Rob, about backup running backs that you got going into this game? Not everybody and, has that. Yeah. And most of it is the two veteran guys. Yeah. But Rod Smith has shown he can run the ball, too. So, yeah, it's over. I mean, that's, that's, that's experience and depth that most teams don't have. It's not like they don't have a proven guy back there. I'm going to put it back on the defense. Back on the Got to play well. Yeah. If they'll, they will cobble together enough points to win well, that's a good... on offense. But don't make them score 30. Yeah. Don't make them score 40 to win. 27, 24 needs to be enough. Mickey's just giving his predictions at the end of the first segment. He's fired up. He's fired up. I appreciate you yep. guys giving such a great explanation of, into all of this. It has been very confusing, and you guys have done a great job helping everyone get a little bit more understanding on this. So we'll be right back after our first break. We'll get into more Atlanta Falcons and stay tuned for much more. We, the entertainment-loving people, want a smartphone built for us. With AT&T and DirecTV, you can get the Samsung Galaxy S8. With an infinity edge-to-edge screen, it's perfect for entertainment. We want exactly what you just said. Buy a Samsung Galaxy S8 and get one free after bill credits when you buy both on AT&T Next and have DirecTV. Visit your local AT&T store today. Buy each for $750 on installment agreement with eligible service. New line is free up to $750 in credits over 30 months. Credits start in two to three bills if service canceled by balance due. Taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Limited time offers. See store for details. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broadus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer nearest you this is talking cowboys in football often the quickest plays mixed with some good old-fashioned ingenuity are the key to winning kind of like tommy john's horizontal quick draw fly it's the most intuitive simple and speedy feature that other underwear brands just don't have shop exclusive cowboys underwear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys absolutely so mickey you brought it up jeff swain was injured this week and the tight end that sometimes goes under the radar Jeff Swaim injured, had an MRI already, waiting to hear results. So what do you guys think about this injury and how this will affect the tight ends? I thought you brought up a good point, Mickey. Of course, they did bring up Blake Jarwin, the tight end from Oklahoma State, two weeks ago to the active roster. What do you guys think of this? Nothing? Uh, I mean, we're going to worry about the third tight end or the second tight end causing you a game. Obviously, it doesn't help. 
because when they go three tight ends, at least they have three guys capable of running out for a pass. Um, I don't think Blake Jarlin's probably ready to block in this league. Yeah, no. and I think that's what I was going to more so ask, the blocking. But for the Hannah, game. Hannah's yeah. usually no, yeah. out there for two tight end sets. I would rather see more of Ryan Switzer than I would Blake Jarwin. Mm-hmm. If, that's, if that means if yeah. you want to go personnel-wise, mm-hmm. give me more of Beasley and Switzer with the p- big play potential than say, okay, we're going to get in 13 personnel and just try and – I think your 12 personnel stuff is okay. Mm-hmm. I think your 21 personnel stuff is okay too when you put in – I think we're going to see more of Keith Smith you know, with the, in these next six weeks. So if Blake Jarwin's part of that, if, if you're focusing on him, probably the wrong thing to do. Yeah. Focus on, focus on getting Switzer more involved. Focus more on getting uh, Keith Smith involved as well. Why do you say more Keith Smith? Do you think the, the backs are more comfortable with the I formation? These I, backs? They're going to need some physicality running the football. Yeah. They're going to need – and Alfred Morris is a good one-back runner. I will say this, though. I think in some third, in those third-down situations, those fourth-down situations, Garrett's even said it. He goes, you can't get crazy on fourth down. You know, I mean, we, we saw him go for fourth and on his side of the 50. He's kind of one of those, hey, I've got to figure out, you know, how this is going to work. Like I say, 90% of the time, I, I was talking about this, 90% of the time on third and one, fourth and short, that kind of, you were getting that. that and the league average is 68% on that. So that's a big, big difference right there. That takes that... You know, when you know, when you get sustaining drives, protecting your defense, helping, you know, all those things that we were talking about, you know, they gotta find a way to keep that going. You can't go back to where this offense was two years ago when they were struggling on third down and one. And everyone was a and then it was a play calling, Oh, he got cute, he did this, he did that. I mean it, it They had to because they yeah, couldn't run it in couldn't run it. Get it. Couldn't now run it. they need to So know yeah, you that's why I, yeah, I think that's why you have Keith Smith. That's Although why. they gave him a little sh- Little something to think about on that third and one against Kansas City when they the read option did the little no the the little swing pass swing outside pass, yeah was yeah. it was it to one of the tight ends or was it Beasley they they, they threw it was a little Beasley. short Beasley little short yeah. pass yeah so that's t- to me I just you know it's it's going to be it's going to be different it's mm-hmm. going to be and I, I'm not saying anything everybody doesn't already know but it you just you're you're it's Sometimes it's like it's real easy on that play sheet to look down there and say, okay, give the ball to 21 here. Absolutely. And it's going to be second Very and six. Very easy. And it's second and six. Okay, give the ball to 21 again. It's third and one. Give the ball to 21 again. It's a first down. Then all of a sudden, three minutes is off the clock. You know? Oh, yeah. And, and on your defense is sitting over there kind of sipping Gatorade and thinking, oh, man, if Zeke could just get this one home. You know, we, we got a lead here. Let's go. You know, and that's that's where you're going to be different. Coach Garrett said last week, hey, Zeke is one of those players that when they are big moments, he wants the ball. Great players sure. do that. He said that just last week. And so to see that, Brian, you're right. That's going to be a heavy, heavy miss. Yeah. Like you said, you mentioned the down and distance. He's a guy that gets you two, three, four extra yards. Yeah. Just but, because of his physicality and, and his ability to make guys miss. I think Alfred, Alfred Morris can make guys miss in the hole. He can. He, he can. You know, he can do that, but the physicality, maybe that's where Rod Smith comes in to provide that element in short yardage situations. We'll see. We've got to figure that out. Yeah. That's what you have to do when you get to this game. And, you know, the, the sad thing about it is that you kind of had it figured out with Ezekiel Elliott. You had, it, you had it figured out last year, and you had it figured out a little bit this year, too. You know, you're starting to get those things going forward in a right way. And, you know, I, I just – to me, it's 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 really disheartening and disappointing because you know this this team is capable of a run. They really are, but yeah. you, but you just what? now have to stop and change a tire, and That's you don't a good and, point. and you don't have a tire iron. 
you know. And you know, and one of the things um, Linehan pointed out when he was talking about workload yesterday for practice at the end, he kind of trailed off, and I think a lot of people missed it. He said, and by the way, Rod's been getting a lot of work too in yes. certain situations. Yeah. So it's not like he's been sitting there and not practicing, right? Because they've been getting him ready for those times right. they've used him. So yeah, don't don't discount this is you know. Well, not you a said it earlier. headed monster. Yeah, you said it earlier though. It, it might start off with Alfred Morris, and then it ends up as the it ends up as being somebody else. And yeah. the owner spoke highly of Darren McFadden yeah. this morning. By the way, big suey, hot hand theory. Except for this weekend against LSU. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Woo. That's always a tough matchup. Yeah, yeah. I take an L there. <laughs> I would be sad. I go would, on, Rob. Yeah, I would too. No, I, I'm with you. I think Alfred sounds like Linehan said he probably gets the first shot at it. But does this thing kind of sort itself out over the course of these next four quarters, next couple of games? Who's running the ball best? And then maybe you do settle on one guy for the most part. It's possible. I don't know if you're going to see a true three-man committee for six straight games. They haven't really shown that. They found a guy and kind of rode with that guy. Mm-hmm. That's been history. I mean, not to say it won't be different this time around, but if you look at since Scott Linehan's been here, it's been usually generally a one-guy show, and then as they supplement as they go along. So it'll sort itself out. We hope it does. It will. I it like absolutely that positivity will. from you, Mick. What's, what's gotten into you? What do you mean? I don't know. I like that positivity. I'm just saying, being realistic. But you're going to put it on the positive. defense, right? But yeah, just just don't make me score 30 points. Yeah. See, that's the that's and that was your safety blanket. That was your that was that's what helped this defense throughout. Yeah. That they could score 30 points. Perfect segue. Mick, give us the injury report for the Atlanta Falcons yesterday. Well, all I know is Julio Jones didn't practice again. Yeah. Woo! Now, he may be. I didn't his, say that. Like, I'm excited for injuries. In the same boat as uh, Dez, because Dez didn't practice yesterday right. either. And I imagine he's going to practice today. So, right. from, I mean, from their injuries, I think that's probably the most important one to. I, I'm guessing those guys that were limited, like Devontae Freeman, he's going to be good. Yes. Matt Bryant, you know, I don't know. Yeah, they signed a new kicker. They signed right? a new kicker, so. Yeah. Mike Meyer. He might not make it. It's one of my gut feelings in this game. You know, kickers? Kickers. Yeah. You come down to a stop or a missed field goal. Either way. <laughs> Kicker gotta, talk. The gotta, best talk. No, no, but, but, but think about that, though. Either It could go either way. I mean, we've kind of seen our guy make extra points and bang him off the uprights. <laughs> you know? Sure. Yeah. But, I mean. It's I, a you, trick shot. It's like dude perfect yeah. kind dude of stuff. Dude perfect. Just yeah. hope that that doesn't come down to that, but it very well could. I, mean, I it, said that last week. If you don't score a lot of points and they're not going to score a lot of points, what does it usually come down to? Some, t- some kind of kick. Every extra point is important. Every well, extra point guys, is guys, of course, lots of questions. Matt Ryan, the defending NFL MVP. Yeah. A lot of people are asking questions like, why is he not having the production? Well, their return team, the Atlanta's punt return team, yeah. not good. Not putting him in good field position yeah. at all. So, really, a matchup that I'm watching, an underrated one, Chris Jones versus the Atlanta return team. Yeah. You're talking about coming down to kicks. You're talking about that kind of stuff. Sometimes it comes down to field position, too. Well, Chris Jones has the ability to flip the field. You know, he has the ability. The directional punting is a weapon. And if you can find a way to, you know, with Kayvon Frazier and those guys covering, you know, Mickey talks about blocking guys, you know, well, the Cowboys doing a nice job of getting their gunners down the field and making that work. But then you got a guy like Jones that could punch you in a corner and then build guys around him. So yeah. 
Yeah, that, that's 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 key in, in in any football game, but especially with what you have in Chris Jones. Yeah. Yeah, Kayvon Frazier, I was just talking to him yesterday. He he gave Jones credit for being that guy to put them in the right spots. And Kayvon's been doubled a lot. Uh yeah. in coverage on punt coverage, but he's still got ten tackles, leads the league or leads the team, might be up there in the league stats as well. So and he was an active a game too. Yeah. Which shows you <laughs> Yeah. I don't think that's gonna happen again. Yeah. No. But um, absolutely. And the other thing, too, Tay, field position, I, I said earlier in the week, Atlanta hasn't really handed Matt Ryan extra possessions. They only have six takeaways. That's, I think, tied for the lowest in the league. So, hey, don't give them any extra possessions if you're Dallas. Yeah, absolutely. Now, looking ahead at Julio Jones, okay, so if we're not going to let them score and we're not going to let Julio Jones and Devontae <laughs> Freeman have a day, Tevin Coleman – how do you do that in this game? You know, are they going to attack this Cowboys secondary? Are they going to expose them? Well, he's always looking for Julio. I, I, I'm yeah. curious. What? How do you think? Middle of the field. Middle of the field? Middle of the field. Get ready for that. The, the, the Falcons, he tends to throw the ball. When he's throwing short, he throws flat to the flats. And when he throws downfield, it tends to be in the middle of the field. He's one of those guys that's not afraid – to make that – if you're playing two safeties, you're playing single high, he's not afraid to take a shot down the middle. Their receivers are really good on double moves. Be ready for that. We talked about what the problems that Anthony Brown has had a little bit with the double move. Peaks inside, all of a sudden he loses track of where yeah. his guy is. So I, I expect that the Falcons will, will, will try and attack the middle of the field. Austin Hooper, the tight end, is another guy you have to kind of watch work in the middle of the field. But they will take some shots. I mean, it, it, Kansas City took some shots with Hill – the Falcons will do the same thing in this football game. They, they've missed a couple of different opportunities, too, the last couple of weeks for some shots that were open and uh, just could not. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I absolutely – they're one of the better teams in the league. Dallas is uh, third in the league in, in sacks. And then you've got Atlanta is a, a top 15, top 12, I believe, when it comes to protecting the quarterback. So something's going to have to give there. Can you control the running game? Can you make Matt Ryan have to throw the football? And can you get to him so they don't get those deep shots? Yo, Dino. Yo, Dino. Tell Let's me more. Send them. That's the way you send cover, it. The way you cover those guys. You get a pass rush. Yeah. Just like they did against Kansas City. They've done that. That's They're going to have plays. They're going to make plays. Yeah. You, you, you just hope they make them and you don't give them to them. Like missed assignments. Yeah. That's what you. I That's what you're you worried about to. in the Kansas City game last. Yes. Week. You're worried about guys and and actually it was one of the better assignment games they had. If you look at the interception that was made, Orlando Scandrick with a smart play coming off. You know, coming out of his zone, reading exactly, knowing what's going on. Ball going in the middle of the field. He's there. Jeff Heath driving on a football. You got to have all that. Yeah, the only bust you really seemed to have was the Hill Mary at the end of the half, and that was yeah. just, I mean, that was just strategy. Lukey. Yeah. That, well, that was a couple that, was, that was all Hill. Yeah, a couple missed tackles, and but he freezes you. Yeah, he freezes gave him a lot of yardage yeah. to start with. Superhero, he is man. He is. Yeah, now, you can get seven guys to freeze in their steps and yeah. just watch them. Yeah. Weird question, guys. Do you guys know if the Falcons are wearing red jerseys this weekend, or what is their jersey color? I'm not aware of that. Just got a weird, que- a weird tweet in that it took my notice. Well, the Cowboys are only wearing blue. Yeah, I in know, the Charger game and the and the New York the game. Giants game. So yeah, yeah, somebody said the boys have beat all the red jersey teams they have played so far. Oh, yeah. Can they, they do it again? That's well, a hell we, of a stat. There right we go. There. Where's my phone number? I'm calling Vegas. Arizona, San Francisco, <laughs> Washington, Kansas City. I, Washington I love it. Washington consider a red jersey. They're wearing. Yes, they're wearing the red jersey with the white pants. Well, then, according yeah. to Falcons. Well, then, there Book it is. Book it. Book it. That's funny though. It was really. I, I that's, thought, that's what someone. Washington's tweeted. red. Yeah, 
kind of burgundy, isn't it? Burgundy. And that was their 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 alternative jersey. It's more red. Yeah, it was they more brown. Yeah. They didn't wear their normal one. Right. Because right. somebody said, that's a nice jersey, but it doesn't go into their helmet. And I said, well, that's because that's not their jersey. Right. And you can't change the helmets came anymore. Here and Define red. Define Define red. red? Hint, you name, are the goat. Name of my fantasy team. It is? Yes. Red? Did you see all that red in the stadium last week, Mickey? All I did see all fans? that red. It showed up pretty prominently, too, didn't it? It did. They were doing the <laughs> Chiefs uh, chant. What do they call that? Chief and Chopper. The Chopper? Is it? I don't know. Were they, were they, were they, were they doing the Florida State? Is that what they Florida do? Florida State. Yeah. Very Braves similar, do it. yeah. Every yeah. Indian-associated team does that. It seems like Cleveland Indians do it, too. All right. Well, there we go. Useful information. Fun That's all the breakdown Friday. we need. Red <laughs> guys, jerseys. Guys, there we go. What's the point for a rank them anymore? <laughs> Should we get to rank them early? At least it's not How about lime. Inactives? It's not lime green. Yeah, I'm could. nervous about inactives. That's not, I've been <laughs> holding it because of Mike. Uh, that's what I was like. That's a great third segment talk because we're going to fight over every one of them, I feel like. I go rank them this second. Pretty obvious. Well, the injured guys. Is it, though? Yeah. You're going to put 77 down? Yes. I did. I did. Oh. Brian gave him the old heave-ho. Out. Don't you think? I did. I, I have no problem with that. I mean, I, I just right have now, a problem with that. Okay, Brian. Unless he did something on a limited really basis today. Are you really today. avoiding anything? I, I was just thinking that it would be a good ender conversation. to come That's fine. Well, then save it for the end. Save it for the end, then. Let's, save go, for the let's end. rank him, then. Let's rank him, because right. Mickey's saying it's all defense. So he's got to go with a defensive guy. And I feel like you can choose Demarcus Lawrence this week because he didn't get a sack last week. Oh, I'm, I'm eliminated. He chooses he choose Dino. He said Dino's his guy. I said Yo Dino. Earlier. Yo Dino. That's his guy. I yo, thought that was like a name. You guys of a don't know about Yo Rennie, so that that Ren Rennie Ren Ten. I don't yeah. like when you say Ren you guys ten, don't ten. know. Yeah, well, you don't. Well, well, you know, you have don't you ever know a seen lot them? About things. We have can't you, help when we were born. That's why I said it. You say something, and I don't know. What is Snapchat? Make some, make some, <laughs> make some reference. It's What's okay. Snapchat. <laughs> send it. Send it. Yeah. Do you know about right. the send it guy? No, I have no idea. Brilliant figure in our <laughs> pop culture. Okay. You're well, right. why don't you use it? I do every time you say that. It's All right. Funny. <laughs> All right. Okay. So you said, you said David I got, Irving. I got Yodino for Mickey. Yes. Tay, you got somebody? Dak Prescott. Is that a cheating? No. Not at all. Brian, you got someone? I'm thinking. Go ahead, Rob, if you got somebody. I'm Because I'm caught between a couple of guys in my brain. I'm going to go with Rod Smith. Woo! Put the fire out there. Maybe maybe goal line guy. We'll see. I'm going to go with someone unusual here. I'm going to go with uh, Anthony Brown. Mm. And I'm going to tell you why I'm going to go with Anthony Brown. Because I need Anthony Brown to play very well in this game. I don't need Anthony Brown to peak and get beat. I need Br- Anthony Brown to play with some technique. I need him. If they're going to attack him, I need him to make – He's been making some tackles. Nice job on the force run the other day, the toss sweep where he comes up. Nice fit. Garrett was talking about the fits. I need him to make a play. I need him to be, if they're going to attack, go high point of football. Go get you an interception this week. You think all these corners are going to see a little Julio? Absolutely. Because they move him around. They do. Trying to get him off and doubles. I, and, and that's what I'm saying. I asked Garrett about the, you know, how comfortable teams are with, with uh, traveling guys and he he talked about the run fits and the way you know he says sometimes three four teams are a little bit they have it a little bit because you're not worried about the fits so you can play your you can play your secondary in a way that you can play with more traveling he goes now not to say not not all four three teams don't travel but 
He says it's a little bit different because of the run fits, which makes a, a heck of a lot of sense. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, then we've hinted at it enough. We're going to go to our final break. We're going to come back. We're going to have Rob's Twitter poll, and we're going to have inactive. So stay with us. We'll be right back. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See below for details. We, the entertainment-loving people, want a smartphone built for us. With AT&T and DirecTV, you can get the Samsung Galaxy S8 with an infinity edge-to-edge screen that's perfect for entertainment. We want exactly what you just said. Buy a Samsung Galaxy S8 and get one free after bill credits when you buy both on AT&T Next and have DirecTV. Visit your local AT&T store today. Buy each for $750 on installment agreement with eligible service. New line is free up to $750 in credits over 30 months. Credits start in two to three bills if service canceled by balance due. Taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Limited time offers. See store for details. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas and football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. This is Talking Cowboys. Know why Papa John's pizza tastes so great? The ingredients, like the veggies, never frozen, pepperoni, 100% pork and beef, Better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's. Woo! I've been just wooing lately. It's that Ric Flair. It's the nature boy. Nature boy. So let's get to a Twitter poll. All right. On the heels of the Zeke news, if he indeed serves the full six-game suspension, and it looks like he's going to serve at least four games, what will be the Cowboys' record during that six-game stretch? Got three options. Winning record, losing record, or a split three and three. Winning or losing? Okay. Okay. So four and two. This is, this is a this is an anti Jason Garrett poll because he's just having uh, trying to have a good Friday. But I'm looking. Right. I'm looking all the way to Christmas Eve, y'all. You got, you're you, looking. You're at looking at the big picture. The Falcons, the Eagles, you need to focus. the Chargers, the Redskins, and then the Giants. Right. Right. Yes. Is that all six. Right. That's only five to me. Am I missing one? Said uh, Falcons, Eagles. Chargers, Redskins, Giants, Washington. Washington. Yeah. So you have another Washington. No, no. Yeah. Washington before the Giants. Okay. So the, the, the Washington game's the 30th of, of November. That's a Thursday night. Falcons, Eagles, Chargers, Redskins, Giants, Raiders. 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 That's which one? Yeah. Anybody got a thought? Where, where's the Raider game? It's here, in Oakland. Here, here. Oh, it's here. Oh, no, it's in Oakland. It's in Oakland. It's in Oakland. But it's, I mean, it's Sunday night in Oakland. Sunday night in Oakland. God, we can't get our schedule right. Is it the, the fifth of the six games? 
Yes. So it's the last it's one. It's the last oh, one. The last yeah. one. God, December you know 17th. anything? <laughs> uh, do we even work here? Yeah. yeah. Who am I? Hey, we've just been keeping our head I down. I mean, I don't know. The schedule's just sitting right here. Plugging through. Just been week by week, you know? As just worry about Sunday. I'm going to say, if they can get a split, they can go three and three, that would get them to eight and six, and you're still in position for a wild card spot. Hell, you might still be in position to win the division. You never know. Who's, who's your Depends your who you beat. Yeah, who are your? Uh, I think you got to beat Philly at home. Losses, mm, where do they come from? Maybe Atlanta. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't know. I mean, you know, Washington could be tough. I look at. I look. This at is this. Philly's bye week. Oh, ooh, can I have a Mickey's write-in? Yeah. Can I have a Mickey's write-in for this one? Yeah. A write-in. Yeah. Do it. Oh no. Did you put undefeated he's on kinda, there. I just got put. He's got it covered, right? Did you put undefeated? That's I, a winning record. Probably would have won undefeated because the fans are sick of hearing about how they don't have a shot, right? Win them all. I I look at the schedule. And I'm, I'm saying they can still win every one of these games, especially these division games. I mean, any they're always toss-ups. It doesn't matter. No, Brian doesn't feel that way. But I know I'm struggling with this right now because I'm trying to think. I, I I'm struggling with this Atlanta game. I've gone back and forth on it. I have too. I really have because it's it's such a. But I was wrong last week about the Kansas City game, so I kind of feel the same. I feel a little bit. I felt really strong about the Kansas City game. And I, I've gone back and forth with this Atlanta game. I think it's going to be difficult. I like their chances to beat Philadelphia, which is crazy to say, because it's a division opponent, mm-hmm. you know. And the, and the game is in fact at home on a Sunday on a Sunday night. And if you're coming off a game where things kind of don't go well in Atlanta, you talk about the bounce back. But the the, the Cowboys play well on the road. They they really do. I, I tell you, I'm worried about games like the Charger game. I'm worried about a team that has really good pass rushers. You know, if things aren't settled down with by you know by that time, I, I think that I worry about that. I worry about with Philip Rivers playing quarterback. You know, they're kind of a kind of a hot and cold team. The Giants, I think you take the W there. I think they're a train wreck. Oakland is not going to be easy to go to on a Sunday night and win because they might be in the same situation that you're in mm-hmm. with the you know trying to win to get into playoffs type of type of thing. Yeah. So you're picking three and three. I I. There's a side of me that wants to pick two and four, but I think there's closer to three and three. Mick, give me four and two. All right. Hey, what's what? your what's your two losses? It's going to be either Atlanta, Philadelphia. Uh huh. No. So you're going to go back to <laughs> one back. Of, one of those two. Okay. So yeah. All right. Um. <laughs> and then it's going to be either the Raiders. Oh, or... I forgot Washington. Yeah. Mm. I'm saying. I, I I worry about Washington the second time around, yeah, even though that you mauled him. It's here. It's here. It's that on a helps. Thursday night, and it's on a short week for no, them. Or are they coming off them. a bye? For short them. week. Short week for them. For them. Short week for them. Normal week for the Cowboys. Right. 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 The short week for the Cowboys. The Chargers. Right. Right. Which is not a common opponent. Yeah. And so if I'm picking two losses, side. I think it's it's either Atlanta or Philly. One of those, and then uh, I don't like the idea of going to Oakland. Okay, other than the Giants game, what game could they not afford to lose? The Eagles game. You got to win your division games to stay, yeah. in, stay in this hunt. I think the Eagles, no yeah. doubt. You, you don't? Got, you, you got two. No, I was just asking. I mean, or do you think the Eagles have run away with it so far now? You're just hoping for a wild card? Well, I'm just looking at a better, a good <laughs> record. Uh, yeah. I'm trying I, to, I'm, not necessarily. I mean, they're three games up on Dallas, but you play them twice. If you're, so. two, if you're two and four, say you're two and four, that makes you seven and seven, which I don't think gets you. I think you're, then you'd have to win two games, right? 
I, I don't think nine wins get you in the playoffs this year, guys. I'm sorry. Not if you, yeah, and you got to win your division. And so if, if you if, if you if you somehow three and three or better is your hope. You better you better be three three and three or better. That's your hope. Eight and six, you win your last two games. Yeah. with Zeke. And, and Philadelphia and could be in a situation six. like Dallas was last year, where they've got things kind of wrapped up. They have nothing really to play for. They got either one or two seed, and maybe Dallas has to go in there and. That Seattle game could damn well come down to a, a playoff spot. This Atlanta game is huge because they're four and four. They could be in the wild card spot at the end of this, and then it's a head to head victory. Yeah, for one of the two teams. You don't right? think you game. don't think Zeke's going to get Wally pipped? Is that what you're telling me? I, I think he plays when he's healthy, okay. or when he's back. Yes, I do. I sure do. Wow, I hope Alfred Morris isn't listening to this. I know right? Morris might take his job just the way Dak took Tony's job. Young, old. That ain't happening, huh? So if it, but if it goes two and four, do you feel like it's over? I think they'd be in trouble if they go two and four. Yeah, because yeah, I, mean, I don't if think there's any, if just because Zeke's back, it doesn't assure yeah, it, winning it, those last two. Yeah, and I, again, I, I just don't feel like that with what you know with teams like the Vikings, the Saints, the Seahawks, the Lions, the, the Carolina Lions. Rams, Lions. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to find a way to. You're going to have to maybe ten won't get you in, if you think about it. Ten will get you in. It usually gets you in. Okay. But Somebody's got to start losing. They're playing each other. Yeah. Not everybody's going to keep winning. I mean, the best thing would be to sweep the sweep the Eagles, like the Giants swept you last year. Rarely do you get in with less than ten wins, though. So yeah. I'm with you there. Unless you're unless you're one of those terrible divisions that right. You're you know, seven and nine. Yeah. Seattle a few years ago. 60, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say I I have a hard time making my decision. I I'm scared about this weekend. I feel like. I will know better. That's such a scapegoat answer after this weekend. But I say that because, okay, if they can go there and get this win, I'm going to look at all of the other games so differently. So differently. It's it's a great point because we've gone a year and a half of this is a Zeke-fueled offense. We haven't seen it really without him. If you count that last game of the season last year when they had it wrapped up. So, yeah, it's kind of a brave new world for this offense. Um, now, the only thing that does scare me – is that you're going up against the Falcons, who are 18th in rush defense, and then the next week you have the Eagles, who are number one. Mm-hmm. So that's a tad, tad bit different there. So, yeah. but this team did has faced Eagles some coming time. off a bye, though. But you know what, though, I, sometimes I, that slows. I'm you okay with them. Dallas playing that. I'm okay with Dallas playing the Eagles. Yeah, I really am. When we were talking to Manny, whose birthday is today, he was saying that you never want a bye right when you're feeling hot. Yeah. Right when you're feeling hot, it's like uh, you get into your head a little bit. Yeah. So see, but if Dallas goes and loses this game, that puts them what three and a half back now of the of the uh, Eagles. Yeah. So I mean, you're honestly thinking about teams around you. That's why you kind of needed the Giants to step up and beat the Rams. You know, you need some of these teams that are kind of getting a little hot. You need the Saints to lose. You need them to fall off a little bit. Yeah, you need the Saints to find a three- or four-game losing streak. You need some teams to, you know, while you're kind of going up, you need the other teams to obviously go down. Well, the fans have faith. 68% say winning record during this stretch. Four and two, right? Or better. Yeah, Mickey's the voice of reason right on that. There's only – well, right now – other than the teams that are leading their divisions, there's only two teams with a better record than the Cowboys. Carolina, one of them. Carolina. Rams. And the and the and then the, the oh. uh, um, Lions. The Seahawks. Seahawks. Seahawks are six and three. Okay, because they played last. But they've night. played an extra game. Yeah, I played last night. And Carolina's six and three. They played an extra game. Right. So from a winning percentage stamp, or in the loss column, right? 
The only teams that have fewer losses than the Cowboys are in first place. And you're playing the Seahawks at the end of the year. Right. So that could hopefully take care of one of those. It's just, yeah. You just can't you can't go in. Now, there's a lot of four and fours, too. Yeah. Including the Redskins. Including the Lions. Falcons. The Packers. The Falcons. And that's it, because the Cardinals dropped to four and five. Okay. All right, Brian. Well, why don't you give me your inactives and let's see what you're thinking over there. I'm trying to think exactly. I, I had Bailey, and to to lose a pizza, I'm going to put a Wouzier on this list. <laughs> you kind of have to now with the old Swamy. Yeah, but I mean, it's like I went uh, Bailey, a Wouzier. I went Durant, uh, March Lillard, Smith, and Swaim, and I don't know who they're going to add. Smith. I, oh, Tyron. Tyron Smith. Sorry. I don't know who and if they bring they could oh, they could bring the roster spot. Yeah, they could bring Zeke. they could bring yeah. Kellen Moore back. You know, he they would could be they, your inactive yeah, quarterback. Your third quarterback. I think that would be the cleanest thing to do unless they want to bring back or they want to elevate a newly signed I always say his name wrong, Valero uh, uh Valino. Now, is Valino. there is there some sort of rule they gotta have fifty three? No, well they'd have to release they would they, they have to re, they would have to release two off their practice squad if they go light into the game. That's a rule? That's a rule. So you can just bring them back on Monday, can't you? Right, right. You don't need them after. I would just, you're already paying Kellen Moore. Bring him up on the roster. Make it easy. But, but, what you, but, but, let, me, but let me think about I mean, this. Those guys you release are, are basically free agents right now. But let me tell you this, though, about Kellen Moore. Because now we're past the waiver period. Yeah, he would have to go through He'd waivers, have to go through right. waivers if somebody now yeah. if you if you made that move where you had to you had to go get a guy. The Eagles pick up Kellen Moore. <laughs> Marcellus Bennett got picked up by the Patriots yesterday. Foreign rotator cuff. Yeah. So you just released the guy you just signed. Yeah. No well he's a practice Off squad. The practice squad, right. I'm saying. Right. Yeah, if you right. don't and then you only gotta make six inactive. Yeah. That's what I did. I made six. I made six inactive right now. Pending if a guy got signed. So Swain and Smith are injuries. And Awuzie, like I said, I don't know if he fits into what they're going to do right now, even though he's practicing. What if you just go with two tight ends? That's a possibility, too. I mean, I don't know. Jarwin going to help you? And just no. go Jumbo Joe if you need to? Yeah. Jumbo Joe, or you go use your fullback. And if yeah, your fullback the, instead. I mean, one you, of the you, tight ends gets hurt. You can, you can, That's what you're if you want. About. If you wanted to use March Lillard, who is your – uh, a special teams guy, or you wanted to get Awuzie active. Yeah. That's how I would go about it. Those are all kind of what I'm projected. And Awuzie was moving well out there. He, he's, so next yeah. week for sure, yeah. if it's not this week. No. Yeah, next week. Man, <laughs> who would have guessed that? Who would have thunk it? I can't wait for some pizza. Hey, that helps. Yeah. One way or another, Rob's getting pizza. <laughs> Me too. Everybody's getting pizza. And Tay, we're both winners. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Deep dish. Deep dish. Oh, is that what we're going for? Yeah. The only option we have here? Oh, I'm buying oh absolutely. I'm buying it. Oh, it's up to and Rob, it's Mickey. Man. It's Mickey's. Oh, it's your two's bet. I thought, if I we thought lose, Rob, you were in. I wrote about you two in my final, I, my final notes. I, Thank you. I rode the fence just enough to benefit on this thing. I, I didn't. You know what? I'll chip in a couple bucks. How about nah, that? No, that's okay. Yeah, no. We're, I don't mind buying. throwing dollars at you. <laughs> I don't mind buying the pizza. Man, how many uh, Cowboys fans do you think will have a 28-3 sign going into that Mercedes-Benz Stadium? So mean. So, yeah. I have a friend who's a director of college scouting there, Steve Sabo. He waited 23 years to get to a Super Bowl, and then he lost that way. And he goes, I don't know if I'll ever get back. That's, that's the hard thing about this. How much does that just wreck a team? It's, he still feels this day. 
He so, goes on the road. He calls me and he he says, "I today I woke up and I still feel disgusted that I that, that might have been my only chance to win a Super Bowl and it and it went down that way." I like Seattle a couple years ago. Did they ever get past the goal line deal with Wilson? No, they got no. rid of Marshall Lynch. I mean, he what he he kind of you like to he say, retired. Yeah, you'd like to say he just moved forward, but I don't I don't Co- know. Cowboys never got over the catch. That's true too. That's true. You interview those guys all the time, right? Downs and Walls and all those, I mean, all those guys that play. Danny White's still bitter. Yeah. I told you about what (laughs) he didn't want to watch it in San Francisco. He said, absolutely not. And next day or next week, I said, so did you watch it? He goes, no, I told you I wasn't watching it. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up, Mickey. Yeah. (laughs) But that next year was the strike season, so that was kind of a goofy year. But, again, they, they, they got in the tournament and made it to the NFC title game. And then after that, they didn't win another playoff game until 91. Yeah. And think about what – And the 49ers take off. Yeah. See how the Cowboys twice, kind of how the, Cow- the 49ers revived themselves? Because if it wasn't for the catch, the 49ers ain't the 49ers. No. And then in 94, when they spotted them a 21-point lead in the NFC title game, they won, and then they were good again. What in ni- They didn't go, but they were good again in 95 and 96. Yeah. You know, so yeah, Cowboys helping out the 49ers Ugh. with weird stuff. Red jersey, though, so this yeah. weekend. <laughs> so you're looking at about that the red positive. jerseys. That's cool. I just see, you know, I feel like that's all everyone talks about. In this game that they had to play the Super Bowl, it wasn't like any other Super Bowl you'd ever seen before. No Super Bowl had ever had a team come back from a 14 point deficient. Of course, that was yeah. a 28 point. Yeah. Was it 28, 25 points? Yeah, it, and then it, it's you know, amazing you go to how, overtime. It's amazing how Atlanta just crumbled in the second half offensively. You know, one of the things we didn't talk about, and we don't have time now, but do yourself a favor and listen to Jerry Jones's segment on the fan today. It was yes. it was very very good. They asked good questions about the commissioner stuff, and basically saying his problem is not Roger Goodell; it's the title commissioner and how much authority we're giving one person to make these decisions that owners should have a hand in making. So he's thinking this should be sort of like some sort of Congress here where you everybody gets a vote. That the senator from Texas gets yes, a vote for yes, the Yes, yeah. yes, and he thinks that you know when, when, when they come up with a renegotiated contract or an extension, it shouldn't be a six-man decision. It should be a 32-man decision. And ladies. And he was very good. Yeah, and ladies. And uh, person, uh, yeah. and he was very good about that. And he was saying, he goes, and we've gotten examples. We've got one guy making a decision on the anthem. We got one guy making a decision on somebody's suspension. And it should be more. It's too much power for one person. Good point. And I, I, it's worth listening to. And he was really good. He was really calm and and well thought out of, of the stuff he said today. So it, it kind of made you know because you read stuff and it's all this. It, it, it seems like all this espionage going on. He goes, no. He goes, I'm basically saying we all need to make a decision. Right. I don't want to make decision, but everybody should have an opportunity to make that decision. So, yeah, uh, yeah it's worth listening to. Great points. I like hearing all of this. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, it's been a long week, and I appreciate you guys always hanging in here. At least we know now. No Zeke. And we'll see how these Cowboys fare. But stay tuned to everything that these guys will have over the weekend. Is it ever a short week with the Cowboys? It's not. You're right. Except Thanksgiving, I guess. Nope. Thanksgiving, and we get to eat. So that's a good time. No Zeke eating, though. Sad times. All right. Have a good weekend. We'll see you guys back here on Monday.
This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!